dude, where's my bike? Just let it go, man. So did you ask out Haley today? Yep. She said no, right? Yep. Just let it go. Just let it go, man. Just let it go, man. Let it go, man. Boom! Just let it go, man. Krista, what's up? Let it go, man. Tonight we're going to show us, we're going to look at scripture tonight and see what we're supposed to do. We are to let it go. How many of you ever hold, held a grudge against somebody? Anyone ever held a grudge? Someone right now might be holding a grudge against somebody. Yeah, I can't, oh man, this is, this is hot. You may have held a grudge against somebody. Somebody may be holding a grudge right now against somebody. Um... You know, one thing we have to make sure that we understand about grudges, it hurts us more than it hurts the other person. And as we think of our introduction, I want us to just think about this series and think about this. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you're about to blow up and totally lose it? In the moment, we all face the same question. How will I respond? Yeah, that is an H right there. That is Chinese. Japanese, okay. For the next couple of weeks, we are going to talk about forgiveness. Why forgiveness is always a better option, even when it feels like the opposite is true. Even when you feel like taking your hand and slapping that person, forgiveness is always the better option. You see, too many times what we want to do is we want to take everything into our own hands. We want to seek our own revenge. We'd rather cause that person to look back. Imagine yourself for a second in school. And somebody, and I'm going to use this as an example because this is very embarrassing. You're getting ready to sit down in a chair and somebody slides the chair from underneath you in front of the whole class. And you hit the back of your head. What do you want to do? Punch off his head. That's what I got. But what if I told you to let it go? What if I told you the godly thing would do is to just let it go? You know? You see, we may call something different, but we've been pulled into revenge and grudge-holding traps. The truth is, revenge and holding a grudge seems satisfying. When we hold a grudge against someone, we are satisfied. We are like, yes, you know, like, and you just want to see that person fall. What if our not letting go is hurting us more than the person who hurts us in the first place? 
What if you are holding on to something so much inside that you realize it's eating you up more than that person? You see, so many times when me and you hold a grudge and the person doesn't even know anything about it, all it is is doing eating you inside. That person can care less about you. But what happens to us is we allow it to overtake us. We allow it to consume us. We allow that to just eat us alive. What we do is allow grudges to cause other conflict with other people. You see, if I hold a grudge against William, because he's in the front, I'm going to say that. <coughs> and Sean comes along, and Sean bumps into me, and I don't deal with my conflict with William, I could just want to wring Sean's head off. Sean had nothing to do with the incident, but because I'm holding a grudge against William, I'm so mad that one little thing made me snap against whoever it is. But the truth is, the more you hold a grudge, the more the grudge has a hold on you. You see, when we have a grudge, it holds us, it eats us alive more than we could even imagine. Again, you know, I know that we sometimes think, well, conflict only is for older people. But guess what? Young people have the same type of conflict. And you know what the problem is? We don't know how to deal with conflict. We don't know how to deal with 